This is Let's Talk About Magnum P.I., the podcast from fans for fans of Magnum P.I. Hello, guys! Welcome to Let's Talk About Magnum P.I. for what I think is a special episode. It's a very special episode. So, as usual, I'm Eve. And this is Liz. And we have a very special guest for you guys, which Mm -hmm. got me very nervous, very excited. We've ran into a little bit of technical issues, so we're not... We weren't on our usual platform, so everything is a little bit different, everything is a little bit new, but it's amazing, I think. Yeah, it is. And we really hope that you guys enjoy it. So, you all have seen the name. If you have watched Hawaii Five O, you've seen the name for over 10 years now. Well over mm-hmm. 10 years now. Yeah. It happened to come up in the beginning of every episode. It still comes up in the beginning of every episode of Magnum P.I. Because we had have none other than the guy who's responsible for the reboot. Peter Lenkov. The showrunner, or who used to be the showrunner on Magnum P.I. And without further ado, let's get into this wonderful interview. Let's start with Liz's first question, I guess. Okay. So, I know you're a Montrealer, and so am I, at heart. I so, wow. Yeah, it's been a while, probably. Where in Montreal are you from? Uh, from NDG. Oh, so, wow. from really in the city, yeah. Um, okay. I think you cool. grew up more, like, in Laval area, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, my the question I always get asked when you know find out montreal bagels is always the like top <laughs> question so do you yeah. have a preference between uh fairmount and saint Peter? that's always yeah, the you're uh... gonna say that probably fairmount only because it's right near walinsky's so it's <laughs> oh yeah that too uh yeah. it's just a couple steps up from walinsky so usually i hit schwartz's then walinsky's and then go up and get a few bagels at uh fairmont at but saint theater yeah. they're the same I think, you know, I think I've ordered from both. I had them both shipped out. They, uh, they're great stale. They're great fresh. They're, uh, those, those two places make the best bagels in the world, I think. They really do. And you, I mean, if you, if you can get them outside of Montreal, like shipped out, then it's like yeah. a real treat for sure. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I always get them shipped out and freeze them. So they're great. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Anytime anybody comes to town, it's like, gotta stock up a couple of dozen bagels. That's funny. They're probably yeah, not yeah. shipping to me, though. <laughs> they're no, no, they ship pretty much anywhere. Yeah. They ship anywhere, even to Germany. Maybe. Gotta try that okay, one. Then. If not, yeah, I'll send them to you. <laughs> So yeah, um, the show brought a lot of people yes, together. Yes, the bagel question out of the way, which is yeah, we got the bagel question out of the way. Let's go to the show that we're here to talk about. So the show brought a lot of fans together. Like, there was so many international fans that came together. We have someone from South Africa, Netherlands, a lot of people from the U.S., Canada, UK, um. Italy, France, Portugal, Germany is a lot of people like me, Canada, a lot of friendships. What do you think about, did you think you'd get so many people engaged and connecting by making this little show? Or not little, 
it's huge <laughs> certainly not little yeah i don't I, I i um well that's very kind to hear that i i don't think you think about that when you're you're hoping somebody will watch i don't think you're thinking where uh they're going to be watching it from you're hoping it uh, resonates it it lands with people that uh people are engaged by the characters so the fact that you're telling me that um all around the world look we get you know statements that tell us where the show is sold um but those are just numbers um yeah. you know when i hear people's names and i hear accents and i hear uh the different countries that uh, people respond to the show that um that's that's a great surprise that's a you know it's it's you always want to reach people and the fact that you can reach a worldwide audience so quickly um it's amazing so if you're asking me if i expected it no do i take it for granted no uh does it thrill me absolutely yeah and and the response across the world especially after the cancellation massive and yeah thank you so much for engaging with all of us and keeping us calm to a certain extent i mean a lot of your tweets um gave a lot of us hope during the save because yeah. it, it held much longer than it was yeah well there were a lot of people working behind the scenes to mm. keep it uh keep it alive so yeah yeah i think i had that I think I didn't have a good night's sleep during the entire save, thanks to it's the constant tweeting. It's amazing because it's just a TV show, you know, and it's uh, the fact that it had that reaction on you, and I, I, I'm guessing it had a reaction like that on other other folks. Um, it's amazing. Uh, it it makes, and you know, there's so many people that make a TV show, but it makes it really worth it uh, beyond. The satisfaction of seeing it get made the fact that it affects you like that um is such a bonus yeah i mean um elizabeth and i met through magnum pi yeah. and we're basically best friends yeah wow. <laughs> thanks to the show we well, met in two separate countries because of <laughs> right and 5.0 had an impact like that on people and uh yes. to this day uh i still see a lot of familiar names that or um you know reach out or or you know tweet or on instagram and uh it's amazing after you know i think uh you know it's been off the air for about two years now but mm -hmm. you know it was on the air for 10 so 12 mm -hmm. years later we're still talking about it which is amazing my yeah. um my best friend here in germany her um she's still saved in my phone as mcgarrett because she's driving like a nut her. But a good one. She's really good at driving, but I'm scared in her car all the time. That's Isn't funny. that typical McGarrett like personality though? Like I'm a great I driver, keep, but I'm crazy. I keep complaining and using using my hands, so I'm definitely saved as Dano for that reason. So yeah, it, it has massive impact. And something else that had a massive impact, I think, in the reboot is um, that you chose to make Juliet Juliet and not Jonathan. What was your motivation for that? Um, I, I felt that the original show uh, was just, a, you know, it was all guys. Uh, there were no, you know, women representation in the show other than, you know, guest stars. Um, 
And it just didn't feel like that version of the show um, felt like it belonged on TV today. I just, I wanted somebody that was really strong. Um, you know, that Higgins character was a great foil for Magnum. And I just thought, uh, for me, and I was a huge, massive fan of the original show and not knocking it in any way. And it was a real product of its time where there was a lot of shows with a very strong male presence. But it just felt like it needed a female and it the female had to be the Higgins character because uh, that character was so strong uh, and had such an influence on Magnum. Um, and Magnum always would crumble in, uh, in front of Higgins. And I just, I liked that dynamic. Um, and the idea was always from the beginning, if the chemistry worked, it would go in the direction of a possible romance. But if it didn't, uh, the audience may still uh, want that to happen. Um, and we would maybe find a way to get there. Uh, but it, right from the onset, the chemistry was so strong that I think everybody suspected there was going to be something more to, to the friendship, which is, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, I, can. I love that first scene between Magnum and Higgins where they meet in the guest house and she's holding the shot callers. That, that is still one of my absolute favorite scenes of the whole series, I have to say. It's, uh, yeah, it hits on the humor and everything too. And you can just tell right away that that, that relationship is going to definitely be something to watch throughout the series 100%. The first scene yeah. that I've seen of Magnum P.I. was actually uh, in season one when Higgy fought, um, I don't remember her name, um, the Russian lady. Um, oh, first um, scene I see of Magnum P.I. is yeah. the badass lady kicking ass. So, yeah, yeah. that definitely drew me in. Yeah, or, or yeah, for me, I, I think that you knew she was a, really a force um, when she was in the uh, cab after getting shot. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And uh, um, she's talking to Magnum. I thought that really sort of like told us a lot about who she who she is and how tough she is. Yeah, very grounded and able to hold her own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Especially against these guys who are all yeah. strong in their own right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Did you have any influence on the casting, or did you trust the casting directors completely? No, no, we can't. Uh, no, no, they're casting. You know, when you're casting a pilot, usually it's the, the you know the studio and the showrunner who you know make those decisions. So casting you gets involved. Mm -hmm. Casting gets involved for you know for many reasons, and one of them is suggesting uh, characters. But um, you know, we'd always talked about. Jay from the beginning, uh, Purdy, we met with a bunch of actresses, great, great actresses. Um, you know, Purdy stood out. Uh, Zach was recommended by uh, John Fox, uh, one of the uh, producers on the show, um, non-writing producers. He knew him from um, Happy Endings. Uh, and Stephen really was the last person to be cast because we could not find somebody uh to play that role um because i real i felt that that was the heart and soul of of the show was the tc character 
very much like the original show. And um, finding somebody who was a gentle giant, somebody who's very intimidating, but, you know, had the biggest heart. Yeah. That was hard. Um, and Stephen Hill could not have been a better choice. Uh, he is so Great. amazing. Um, and he's become a really good friend because he, he's that guy that you see on TV. Uh, he is loyal. Uh, he's strong. Uh, he's a mentor. Uh, and he's somebody you want to spend time with. Uh, and um, really couldn't have been better casting all around for everybody. Mm. and Stephen is so very kind and generous with his time yeah. towards the fans too mm -hmm. I the things he said to us during the save yeah. touched us so much and made mm -hmm. us I think made a lot of us tweet a little bit more fight a little bit harder for this little show right. <laughs> and just so you know it's very genuine It that that is not somebody who um, needs to take the time uh he does it because he his heart is in it and and, and it's real so um that, that's why he's special yeah and and feels like that to us every time yeah, and it's and it's like what you see on tv is this big gentle giant that's him in real life genuinely good guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that that sums it up i think i mean fantastic um, casting all around yeah. yeah, staying What's on that? casting actually. What's that? For um, staying on the casting note, uh, yeah. Tim Kang and Amy Hill, who came in a little bit later. How did that work? So were they cast after the pilot, or because I'm, I'm no. like, the pilot was shot before, or was there always that idea that they would be there? We shot it. Uh, that was always in the works. Uh, bring those characters in. So, um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, I think our first choices, you know, we sort of went with. So, and Amy turned out to be such a find also. I mean, she's such a great actress, everybody yeah. knows. I mean, Tim proved himself on TV on a procedural before. So, yeah. you know, there wasn't a question mark whether he was going to be great in that job. Uh, Amy came in and just like blew us away with, you know, her character and her strength and, you know, just the, you know, just her ability to, to, to make us laugh. I mean, just, she does everything. She's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Tim's and Amy's comedic timing are on point. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. 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 Like hats off to you. Um, how about Chammy? Did you always anticipate that he would be this regular and integral to the Ohana? I, I think the idea was, uh, when casting him was to have some more vet, you know, the, a big part of the show is uh, representing, you know, the military, the veteran experience. Uh, Shami, I think the idea was whenever you bring in somebody like that, you're hoping it hits. And if it does, it becomes, but I, not from the beginning that we think that character was going to be so important to the show uh, and recurring regular. It just turns out that he did such a good job that um, that we just kept bringing him back. And I have to say, the veteran aspect is something that you guys translated really well. Um, as I'm from Germany, the veteran culture here isn't is you can't compare it to the U.S. So 
it's like one of the first shows where I really understand where it's coming from and understand what it is compared to other shows where it's just like there and never really hits deep enough for someone who doesn't grow up in a country where it's this um present yeah it's just yeah you guys did a great job with representing that yeah i mean that really started with 50 and really yes. making a lot of connections and and um diving into the experience the uh you know, um, post-war and, you know, experience of, of veterans and just honoring them because I think that, uh, for me at least, I don't think that's done enough. And uh, so telling those stories of veterans, you know, that's why, um, you know, McGarrett's grandfather was in Pearl Harbor. And that's why, you know, there's a lot of reference to um, the... Uh, you know, military uh, experience and uh, and honoring you know those heroes. Yeah, I can't agree more. It's it's amazing. I mean, Five O started it, but the real it really hit with Magnum PI. It made me yeah. is about veterans. Yeah, it's really about yeah. veterans starting over. You know, post war. Yeah. Uh, um, supporting each other uh, and what that you know life uh, outside of the uniform should be like, um, and it's a a positive portrayal of it, just like the original. You know, most mm -hmm. stories about Vietnam, um, the, the Vietnam experience was very dark and gray. Um, the original show, Magnum PI, was a positive look at the veteran experience. Uh, and that tradition, uh, keeping that theme alive, that thread alive, was very important when constructing the new show. Yeah. And you guys touched on the mental health of it really early mm -hmm. on. And also in this positive way where these guys support each other and help each other heal, which is amazing. Usually in, in procedurals, when you see, see a vet have these mental issues, it's usually the bad guy. Yeah. And this time, it's the good guys, and they're supporting yeah. each other, which is really yeah. refreshing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting you say that, because, you know, now it's such a buzzword, mental health, uh, in terms of, it, you know, it's, it started so many conversations, and, um, but we were, you know, we were dealing with PTS, and we were dealing with, you know, mental health amongst the military community, all the way back to the beginning of 5.0, and you know, mm -hmm. keeping that more alive in, in Magnum. So um, that's a, you know, as a writer, uh, those are things that you take real great pride in. So thank you for uh, uh, recognizing that. I, I I love the mental health aspect in both yeah, it's, the guys on 5.0 on and on Magnum PI. It's, I love that part. Um, yeah, speaking of 5.0 and Magnum PI... Um, were you excited when the crossover finally came to be? I guess you guys had to work on that for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, you know, the hardest part of that was just really logistics, you know, is making time available for both casts uh, to interact. Um, 
but that was, you know, great line producers, great ADs uh, on both shows who, who really made it happen. The, the fun part is writing the scripts, but that's not, that wasn't complicated. Compli you know, the complications, complications, excuse me, <laughs> were the logistics of it all. And you yeah, two huge casts and crews trying to make everything work timing-wise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. Been, uh... and yeah, trying to get the days done and, and keep both shows moving forward. Mm -hmm. And you did a great job. These these episodes are some of my favorites. Yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> right. Did you spend a lot of time in Hawaii? During the mat five oh years, uh, for the first seven or eight years, I used to be there one week a month, and then... Um, then I got involved, you know, then I started doing other shows and I was there less. Uh, I would be there as much as I could, but the, the trips would really only be three, four days um, and they wouldn't be regularly. Um, but I was always there for Sunset on the Beach, which was our big premiere. I was always there right before Christmas to hand out gifts. I was always there at like the times that was important for me to be there. Um, but they were so well, you know, look, I'm sure you know this. There's a lot of producers. A lot of them are writing producers and some of them are line producers. Some of them, you know, like just deal with logistics, scheduling, money. Um, I really had the best team that if I had to go down there, something would have had to be really wrong, and that really never happened. So I went down mostly in the first seven years, really just to cheerlead. Um, you know, I mean, some of it was quality control because I'm a little bit of a micromanager, but I think that everybody was so good at their jobs that I didn't need to be there. Um, really where I needed to be was making sure that we got scripts on time, um, was writing and being in the editing room. And that's so, LA, right? Yeah. And I loved going to Hawaii. I loved it. Uh, but it just felt after time that I was just going there and going to my office in Hawaii and doing the same thing I was doing in LA. So, mm -hmm. um, it didn't feel like it was necessary for me to go. Um, and there's a little bit of, you know, having your presence there, walking around on set could be very intimidating. Like, why is he here? You know, is there a problem? <laughs> so I think it took me a long time to learn that, that people reacted that way. Because when the boss comes down to the, you know, the shop floor, um, everybody thinks something's wrong. I wasn't aware of it at the beginning, um, but I learned to realize that being there is not always a good thing. That um, if you're there so regularly, people feel like you're looking over their shoulder. So, um, so you know, I, I had to learn that, and that took a while to learn that it's better to come down and cheerlead at certain times than to be there so regularly. Did you get some downtime, at least in Hawaii, to enjoy yourself? Yeah, I used to go, you know, I used to go surfing really early in the morning before work. And 
I used to always take people out for dinner at night. But, you know, during the day, I, weekends, most of the time I was editing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got, I mean, I got to enjoy myself. But it's, it's work, you know, it's like anything. It's, it's just a, the locale is just spectacular. Yeah, it is. I, hmm. I just spent five weeks in Hawaii in winter. I didn't want to go home. Yeah, really it's hard. It's hard home. to leave. Yeah, yeah nobody wants to go home. Yeah. What was it like doing the um the blessing ceremonies for Five O and then Magnum? Like that must have been amazing culture to experience too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't experienced anything like that. Uh, it's it was amazing. I always tell people that uh, anything I do after the shows in Hawaii are going to pale in comparison. Um, so and um, and I and I believe so, and I think that. Uh, the blessings were just another sort of bonus and uh, uh, something that really brought the crew together and made you feel welcome and part of a family. And, and uh, obviously we did it to respect the culture and, you know, follow the tradition, but it really brought everybody together and understood. We all understood, I think, based on starting a show that way, how blessed we were. So how lucky we were. Um. Going to the culture, um, you've been involved in a little movie, or not so little, I see it all over Instagram at the moment, Wind and the Reckoning. How did that come to be? Uh, that uh, was a project that, um, that I feel, actually, a lot of the 5.0 folks, uh, the, a lot of the crew from 5.0 were involved in that movie, uh, and Angie Lepret, who was my production manager for years on Five O, just asked me to get involved uh, with the film. Uh, this was about two years ago. It was like during the height of COVID. I think that October, um, and uh, I didn't get to go down because everybody was um, um, quarantined. Um, but um, yeah, it was a great experience, and it's on the you know, festival circuit right now and getting a lot of like recognition. So, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it, that, that was really getting involved in that really was continuing to sort of, um, uh, for me getting to work with, um, a lot of the great, you know, five O five O folks. Um, and it was a great experience. That's awesome. It looks like such an amazing movie, and I hope we get to see it. Uh, it's really a powerful movie. You know, it's interesting because it's a, a, a big part of the movie is in Hawaiian, so it's it's like, and I don't know another movie that exists like this, but it's it's like an American foreign film, um, which is really interesting uh, because it's a different language, but it's an American film, so. Um, I think it's very special in that sense as well, in that regard as well. I mean, if if America is made up of more than more cultures than just the American culture, there's the Native yeah. Americans, there's the Hawaiians, there are all the immigrants that came in. So any language spoken in America is Amer is an American language, and it has a place yeah, in the true. TV and in the movies, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. It just historically, you know, we think anything with it in a different language is a foreign film. So, um, so I think that uh, I'm hoping uh, that this is the kind of thing that if 
you're going to uh, recognize a movie, recognize it for its uniqueness like that. So, I sure as hell got more excited for that movie now. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's going to be great. Yeah. And yeah, everybody's a great job. That's awesome. Um, will it eventually come out worldwide? Do you know that? By the way, I'll tell you something interesting. Uh, at one point, but the schedule couldn't work out. Uh, Zach was going to play a role in it. Oh, that's cool. Oh. I never told anybody that. So, yeah, but there was a moment in time where Zach almost played a role in it. So That would have been cool. Yeah. But now I'm excited for Henry Ian Cusick, Jason yeah. Scott Lee, and Lindsay Watson. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I love them all individually, and now they're all together in that movie. I'm excited. Yeah, for them alone in the movie sounds awesome. Yeah, and you asked if it was going to play worldwide. Yeah, they're in the midst of figuring that out of when the release date would be, because uh, right now they're just focused on the circuit of of uh, film festivals. And they're getting, as you said, recognized, which is awesome. yeah, which is great. And that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Another Magnum question. What's your favorite yeah. memory of Magnum PI of shooting or of editing? Favorite? Uh, you know, honestly, my favorite, uh, you've asked me about memory, uh, is not the stuff that's on screen, is the stuff um, behind this, you know, it's the relationships with, you know, the crew and you know, I just went away with Steven and Zach. We went away for a few days right before filming started, and we spent about, I think it was three nights together. Um, those are my favorite times um, with regards to the show. Um, because, you know, part of it is work, you know, and when they go off and do the show, um, you know, they're trying to juggle a lot. And the idea of us spending a few days together. And we did this the first year also. We, um, we went up to North Shore and spent a couple nights at a resort. Um, but that, that's, that, that was really special, just getting to enjoy each other, not talk about work, and just hang out and, and um, you know, just be reminded that there's, things that are more important than, you know, being in front of the camera or behind the camera. Um, so that, that, those, those will always be my favorite memories. I think it's the, it's the stuff off screen or, um, you know, just talking to Julianne the other night, she was our, you know, set deck, um, you know, just people that were, you know, just great people and Lance, the driver, and just all these people that have come into my life and have become good friends and, that's that's those are the memories for me i couldn't tell you you know plots of episodes i've done so many um but i could tell you about moments with you know the cast and crew so or moments with friends in this case yeah 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 mm. they're, they're friends yeah i mean a lot of those people especially the crew i've worked with for you know 10 years so yeah that, that's beautiful that's really beautiful yeah, there's that like progression from five O to Magnum and now we're for that lost. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, genuinely beautiful. Um, what's coming up for you next? 
I mean, R.I.P.D. I uh, well, R.I.P.D. came out. Uh, the, what's the fifteenth? Was uh, a couple days ago, right? Yeah, I think it was um, Tuesday. Yeah, so the pre uh, the prequel yeah. to that movie came out years uh, ago. <laughs> With no, Ryan Reynolds? No, the first movie came out in, in 2013. The prequel, which is this movie, oh, uh, just came out on Wednesday. So it's a prequel. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. So it's the young Jeff Bridges character. It's like his story. Um, so that came out um, Wednesday, I guess. Um and then I did another movie with Liam Neeson called uh, Marlowe. Uh, um, and another movie called Shelter and Solitude, small movie, really powerful small movie. Uh, and I did, I shot a movie this summer in Bangkok called Bang. Um, and I brought um, Tristan Mays, who's uh, on MacGyver. She's in the movie. And Peter Weller. I brought a lot of people that I've worked with over the years uh, to Thailand to do the movie, and that's just a straight-ahead action film. Which, cool. Yeah. You have down to a T, as you've proven on mm -hmm. Fiverr and Magnum. Multiple mm -hmm. times. Uh, I don't know if I do, but uh, they're definitely fun to make, so. And they're fun to watch. Definitely fun to watch, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, I heard you're also working on another graphic novel. Is that true? Yeah, it's been slow, but yeah, yeah, working um, on something. So um, it's been a little slow because there's a couple other projects. I'm writing a movie for Sony right now, so that's sort of taken, you know, taken up most of my day. So I put the other the, the novel on the side. That's cool. That's interesting you know that. I don't know how you know that, but... <laughs> There's a little site called Wikipedia. <laughs> that uh, I, no, I, I, yeah, I, I don't feel Wikipedia really... I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it's updated, but yeah, I don't know if they... People update yeah. it. What's that? People update it. Like, anyone can just update it. Yeah. At leisure. Happened yeah. a lot of time. I think the most famous time when someone updated Wikipedia was... A wrestler killed his entire family, and just the night before, someone announced it on Wikipedia, and it was just a prank. Oh, wow. And he didn't know that was was happening. It was wild. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Wikipedia is edited by people, and anyone can troll it. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hence why I asked if it's true. Because you cannot always yeah, trust Wikipedia. <laughs> you cannot, definitely not always trust. Yeah, no, it's definitely true, yeah. Thank you so much for being on. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you. For sure, it was great. It was great talking to you, you two. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> and sorry, I know it took a while, but uh, I appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, we appreciate it a lot. And we, yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> thank you for sitting out the technical trouble with us. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, we solved it. Yes. Um, okay, thank you guys so much. You're great. Appreciate it very much. See you around. Talk to you soon. Right. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.